Today, I wanted to talk about using timers and why using a timer is my absolute favorite tool in my mommy tool belt. We're going to discuss all the various ways I use a timer and why I think they're an underutilized secret weapon that everyone with little kids should use. You're listening to episode 84 of The Raw and the Cooked. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and today I'm sharing my favorite tool as a mother. Hello everyone and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, a weekly podcast that provides simple routines around the home plus raw and honest book reviews. My name is Dara, I'm a Midwestern state home mom to three young kids and I thrive on maintaining a simple and efficiently run household. All right, so a quick reminder, my kids are four, three, and 10 months, and I should preference that the timer doesn't work with my infant, obviously, and I don't expect it to until he's closer to about two years old. So this is really a fantastic trick for toddlers and young kids. But also it's for me. I say that a majority of the timer is actually for me, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. So I am a forever believer in the time timer. It's a visual countdown timer that helps children understand the concept of time. The time timer comes in four different durations. You can purchase one for five minutes, 20 minutes, 60 minutes, and 120 minutes. Um, And once the timer is set, there's a large color block that slowly elapses with the passage of time until the color wheel disappears entirely. It's very cool and it's very brilliant. So I'm going to link it in the show notes, um, just in case you've never seen it before. It's awesome. All right. So let's first chat about how I use it for my toddlers. So I originally purchased the 60 minute timer when we transitioned my daughter from naps to quiet time. And that by the way, is a whole episode in of itself. It's episode 53. If you want to learn a little bit more about how we made the transition from naps to quiet time, um, cause my daughter stopped napping before the age of two, it was a really challenging time. Um, but we got through it. All right. So I originally purchased the time timer um, after a bit of research because the constant nagging question of how much time for quiet time is left, it was seriously going to kill me. So um, for a while, the sole purpose of using our time timer was to give my daughter um, and later on my older son uh, a general sense of how much longer they had for quiet time. And then we started using it and incorporating it in other ways. So my three and four-year-olds, they usually play really well together in the mornings and I will use it as sort of like a countdown for when we're going to transition from uh, you know, what we're doing to leaving the house to go out for the day, whatever we're doing. Um, so I set it up in a spot that's easily seen from the living room, which is where they typically play in the mornings. Um, so just for example, the other day, um, we needed to leave the house at 9.30 a.m. to get to their swim class on time. Uh, and at the time I set the timer, it was around 8.45. So um, they're playing, they're already fed, they're already dressed for the day, their teeth have been pr- brushed, they're like all set. So I set the timer for 35 minutes, um, budgeting about 10 minutes for peeing uh, before we leave the house, for tidying up the living room where they played, and for putting on shoes, which will get us out the door and buckled in car seats with wheels up at 9.30 a.m. So 
Anyway, the point of that is that the kids can visually see that they have 35 minutes of a color block to disappear as the time elapses. They both know that when the timer goes off and the color is totally gone, that they have to start tidying up uh, their books and their toys. Uh, They go to the bathroom if they have to go, they put on their shoes and they head down to the front door. And as a family, we get into the car. So I will always, always, always verbally go over what happens when the timer is done because again, they're still toddlers and it's good for them to hear uh, what's happening about 500 times. So it kind of sinks in a little bit, right? So like that way it's like drilled into them. Like we continue to play until the timer goes off. Then we tidy, then we pee, then we put on shoes, then we get in the car, right? Like I feel like letting toddlers know what's happening every single step of the way is kind of the key to um, fewer meltdowns, hopefully, right? Depending on the day, depending on everyone's mood, who's hungry, who's tired, right? So every day it's the same, right? At some point in the morning, within an hour or so of us leaving the house, I will set the timer as a countdown. And again, they know they have until then to do whatever they want until the timer is done. We tidy and again, pee, put on shoes, leave the house. Um, It's for them, but it's also for me because setting the timer gives myself a visual reminder and I sort of use that time to do whatever I need. Like I'm ensuring that bags are totally packed and ready to go for the day. Um, Maybe I have a little bit of extra time to wipe down the hall bathroom, um, you know, finish up cleaning from breakfast, switch over the laundry, like whatever, right? Like it's also for me. Um, And half the time I'm so busy helping the kids eat, get dressed, brush hair, their teeth, clean up their face from yogurt, change a diaper, um, you know, help them collect X, Y, and Z that I usually like, I'm not totally dressed by the time they're all set. So I will sort of be like, okay, well, we're leaving the house in 40 minutes. I have that amount of time to like put on pants and right. So it's like, it's like also kind of for me, which is very helpful. Okay. So I also use it when we're expecting company. Like let's say we have friends coming over to play or for dinner uh, and you know, whatever. So I'll set the timer, let's just say like 30 minutes or, or whatever, like arbitrary time um, between like then and when we're expecting company. Like, and I usually give a little bit of a late buffer. Um, so letting the kids know that they can continue to play, do whatever they want. And so-and-so should be here when the timer is done. And that usually helps um, instead of like, oh, when is blah, blah, blah coming? or when are they getting here? Like how much longer? Um, Because again, like telling a small child who can't tell time um, that so-and-so will be here at 5 p.m., like it doesn't help them. But setting an elapsing color block, I feel like that the comprehension is a little bit more concrete. So at some point, I then purchased a five-minute time timer. And I really like to use this when there's a huge mess and tidying with my kids is not going well. We like to play a game and just see how much they can each clean up before the time the timer goes off. Um, and if you're pretty well organized and have your kids' toys pared down to a manageable level, like a tidying up a room really shouldn't take more than five minutes. So I really like my five-minute timer for like small little things like that. And I'm definitely planning on publishing an updated episode on paring down toy clutter later this summer. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, Just an update to my last one. I think I published it like over two years ago. So anyway, we usually save tidying up 
for like an after dinner activity, but there are some days where imaginations have run wild, which is fantastic, but it also means that every single toy from every single corner of the house has magically landed in the living room, which is right off the kitchen and cooking dinner while staring at that mess is so overwhelming for me. So yesterday, for example, we did a 15 minute power tidy. We set the timer for 15 minutes. My four-year-old was in charge of magnet tiles and putting away baby toys in the baby basket. My three-year-old was on running stuffed animals back into their crate and running play food back to the play kitchen. And I was in charge of returning couch cushions, folding throw blankets and putting everything else in its proper home. And sometimes it's just needed. We call it a power tidy and we have an entire song about it. Um, but it's just a fun way to get everyone involved really quickly. So I can like cook dinner in peace and not feel like the overwhelm chaos of just like looking at every single toy, all of my children own right there, like where I'm cooking. So anyway, I also find that giving our kids individual tasks and putting things away with them instead of just like directing them can really help. So I can't just like walk by a room and like tell them, Hey, just clean all this up, put everything away. Like it has to be very specific. I'm like, Ezra, can you please gather all the stuffed animals and put them back in their crate? So at least for my children, that has worked a lot better than just like clean this up. Okay. So the last way we like to incorporate the time timer for our toddlers, and this is a break glass situation. It is for mealtime. We uh, don't really have to pull this trick too often anymore, but there was a phase that my older kids went through where mealtimes would take absolutely for freaking ever. And so we started setting a timer. We would set a timer for five minutes on the clock for them to finish their plates if they wanted dessert. And I know you're really not supposed to use dessert as a reward, but sometimes you just have to get that protein and get those veggies in, you know? So yes, we would use a timer for mealtime. Anyway, the point is I mainly rely on my timer for quiet time to smooth transitions out for tidying up and occasionally for mealtime if needed. And those four points are particular toddler hot buttons. So anything that can help with those like problematic four is something that I'm strongly going to advise to anyone. Um, and again, it just makes your life easier because you're making your toddler's lives a little bit easier. And lastly, I love using our five minute timer for myself for those little tasks and chores that I really don't want to do like sorting and folding and putting away laundry, which is something that I have to do every single day or cleaning the bathrooms or even just stretching or like doing push-ups in the morning. Um, these are all tasks. It's just part of the human condition. Like they must get done and no one really wants to do them. Right. So I will set a five minute timer for myself when I bring up that daily basket of laundry. Um, I tell myself that I'll only sort and fold and put away for five minutes that I've set the timer for, but guess what happens 98% of the time? A, the task will either be done within the allocated time because annoying little tasks really don't take as long as we think they do. Or B, if the timer goes off and I'm still not finished, I'll probably just power through and finish because momentum and the problem isn't the task itself, but it's usually getting started and just procrastinating it. And uh, James Clear, he is the author of Atomic Habits, which by the way, is a fantastic book that I highly recommend you read. So James Clear states that once you start doing something, it's easier to continue doing it, right? Like that's pretty obvious, um, but it is such a smart 
intelligent point because yes, like by starting that timer, I'm telling myself that I'm only going to continue for a specified amount of time because five minutes seems like a reasonable amount of time to just put away laundry. Like it's not that big of a deal, but you know, it's not true. I'm, I'm probably going to finish the task once I get started, regardless if the timer goes off and I'm like, Oh, well, I only have a couple more things to like put away. I'm like, I'm not going to just like leave it right. Like, of course I'm just going to finish the task. So, um, and again, that applies for like the 1 million tasks that are involved in running a household, like specifically ones that I really want to procrastinate. And that's how I utilize the time timer for myself. Um, another example is like sometimes the dishwasher is super full, like jam packed as full as full can be. And I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this. But I kind of like play a game with myself. I'm like, well, can I unload this in five minutes? So I'll like grab my timer and I'll like see how long it'll like take to put away and sort clean dishes like from a really overfull dishwasher. And like, guess what guys? It's usually never more than five minutes. So maybe just a fun suggestion. Like if there are any chores that particularly really nag you set a timer, play a game with yourself. Like how, how fast can you put something away or, or fold or like organize, like, right. Like you can use it for anything and it's fun. And I'm personally like a pretty competitive person. So I enjoy like playing a game with myself and I don't know, it just, it passes the time. Right. So the time timer is something that I absolutely full-heartedly stand behind. It is absolutely worth yet another purchase, another item to bring into your home. I really couldn't recommend it more. So there you have it. Utilizing a timer in our household makes otherwise sticky points flow a little bit smoother. I love it for transitions, uh, which is probably the number one pain point with toddlers. I love it for tidying up with my kids or without. I love it for quiet time and I sometimes use it for meal times, but also it's for us, for the mothers, for starting tasks that we would otherwise procrastinate. Um, and that's, that's all I have to say on timers, just why I love them so much and why I use them. And I really hope you start using them too. Um, again, I hope today was helpful. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you back here next week.